Welcome to the Nasrad Podcast, or Nasrad Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, it is a very spooky and scary October 14th, 2017. Halloween is just around the corner, and so we are watching a lot of horror films. Hollywood is releasing horror films, and I am going to see these horror films. And today I saw a film called Happy Death Day, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. I'm going to review it, and I hope you enjoy the review. And thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in, or however, downloading, or whatever. Uh, my name is Nasred. This is my podcast, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, so anyway, I saw this film, Happy Death Day, and I just want to real quickly mention something about how I saw this because this is the second time I saw this uh, like this. My friend Rick Darge, who has done the podcast twice, I interviewed him about his film Zen Dog, which premiered at the Raindance Film Festival, and he's a great guy. He's a great friend and stuff, and. He messaged me one day and he said, Hey, Nas, I gotta let you in on something. I got this thing called Movie Pass. It's like a credit card. And with this magical card, with the amazing price of just $10 a month, I can go see any movie once. I mean, I can go to any theater once a day and see any movie. And all of the theaters, the big theaters, I think. Maybe the Arclight doesn't uh, cooperate with this company, but uh, ev- all of the other big theaters, even the Beverly, the new Beverly, it takes this uh, service and stuff. And so about a month ago, a little more than a month ago, I signed up. I said, you know, this is this is right up my alley, Rick. I thank you. You're such a good friend. And I signed up and I waited. I waited for this card to come into the mail, but the problem was so many people have signed up for this service. And I'm I'm not joking when it's when I say every theater except for uh, the ArcLight as I mentioned. AMC, all the AMCs around me. I'm in Santa Monica, so all the AMCs around me, uh uh you know, the New Beverly as I mentioned, a lot of theaters, Edwards theaters and stuff. They all uh, somehow I don't know exact I don't know and I don't really want to know exactly how where the profit lies in this service i mean other than just ten dollars a month because i plan on going a lot like i plan on using this card a lot until it's old and worn out and i have to get another one and stuff so i saw that i saw happy death day like that the the first film that i saw a couple days ago with this magical beautiful card uh was uh, blade runner 2049 or whatever it was called 43 or whatever and we're going to hold off on a conversation about that because next week I'm going to talk to Interdimensional Alex about it because I just, I, I have to know his thoughts on it. And uh, that that's that's his jam, you know what I mean? Like Blade Runner is Alex's jam and we, we, we want to hear what, it, what he has to think about it. And so, so I use this magical card and here's the thing with the way the card works because, okay, usually... When I'm, uh, you know, buying a ticket, I'm usually buying it with Fandango. I'm using Fandango, and and uh, I, I I don't care about the one dollar whatever buck fifty or two dollars convenience fee. I like Fandango. You can choose your seat early and stuff, and it's 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 very uh, convenient. This thing, the way it operates, is you have to. It, okay, now bear with me because this sounds a little complicated. You have to be within a hundred yards of the movie theater, okay, on that day, okay? So you want to get your ticket, you have to be within a hundred yards of the movie theater and using the Movie Pass app, you, you, you check in to the, to the showtime that you want to go of whichever film that you want to see, 
Okay, so you check in, and then it sort of registers you like uh, Nas is here. Nas is here, and he wants to boogie and watch the movie. But that's not the ticket. What you do is after you check in, you go and you buy your ticket. And when you check in, it sort of notifies that, okay, he's here, he wants to boogie, and uh, Nas is here, treat him good. You know what I mean? And then it gives you a free ticket with a swipe of the card. And it really is, it sounds more complicated than it is, but when I went to see Blade Runner 2049 or 43, whatever the fuck it's called, when I went to see it, I thought I could just go and just, okay, I want to see the movie, here's my ticket, here's my card, give me my ticket. I went and then it got declined, and then she said, oh, did you check in? And then I said, no. Oh, what's that and then she, she said oh you have to check in first so then i went outside checked in went back inside got my ticket saw blade runner we're going to talk about that next week so uh, ease up hold up don't 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 nip at my heels about that you know what i mean but anyway so i went to see happy death day and happy death day i don't know who directed it the thing, the the big reason why I was super looking forward to seeing this movie is that it's a Blumhouse movie. Uh, I I love Blumhouse. Uh, Blumhouse has done Con The Conjuring, Insidious, Sinister, and a bunch of other things. The reason why I like it. I, I like the idea more than even the films themselves of the whole business model. Blumhouse makes like really not cheap, but like you know, million-dollar horror films that open wide, you know, in, like, 2,000 theaters or whatever, and they make these little million-dollar horror films, and they they make a lot of money on a good day, you know what I mean? Like, The Conjuring has made a ton of money. Insidious has made a ton of dough. Uh, it's I like the business model. I like the idea of it. I've listened to... I've, I've seen interviews with this Jason Blum... Uh, character and he seems like an all right guy and he seems like a guy that you know he likes to make movies and he likes the business and stuff and whatever that's fine so i i just love the idea of blumhouse in order to review this you kind of not you don't have to forget that there's a movie called groundhog day and this movie kind of does take that premise and looks at it through a horror lens and the thing that I say to that, okay, there might be somebody at home or somebody in the audience that's like, oh, that's just, that's just Groundhog Day. This is stupid. This is just Groundhog Day. To which I say, companies ripping things off and, and, and doing, you know, like a, a different version, not even version, like say off the top of my head, you know, there's Jaws. And then Roger Corman goes and makes Piranha. And I love that. I really do. Like, I, I, I think it's a funny thing. I think it's interesting when somebody makes their own version of something. And the reason why I love Blumhouse so much is that they are kind of like Roger Corman. They're like Roger Corman's company, you know? Like, another company that's, like, uh, a little wild and crazy is Troma. If you know Troma, God bless you. I love Troma. Troma forever. But Blumhouse, I just like it because it's that old-school, huckster-ish kind of, you know, hey, you know, here's the show. This is the horror show. And, you know, go out with on a Friday night with your gal or your guy or whatever and just enjoy and have your popcorn and this and that. And it's all good. So what did I think of ground... Uh, of, well, I was going to say ground Day. What did I think of Happy Death Day? Well, here's what I thought. A, just forget the fact that it is taking Groundhog Day's premise. B, the thing that I'll just say, which I'll open up my review with this, in case I haven't started, I don't know if I've, whatever, is, <laughs> um, 
I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised by Happy Death Day. And the big reason for that is the lead. She is amazing. Like, she is absolutely great. Like, she is... You want to relive this day with her over and over and over again. Just because her her performance, there is... Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to look up what her name is. Hold on. I'm going to IMDb. Happy Death Day. Let's see what her name is, because we got we to gotta give her credit, you know. She's, she's the homegirl. Uh, Jessica Roth, or Rothy, R-O-T-H-E. She's amazing. And the thing that I found so entertaining, the thing that I thought was entertaining at the beginning was you have this character. The premise is she keeps waking up in this dweeby kid's... Uh, well, I don't know if he's dweeby or not, but he's, he's a nice kid. She keeps waking up in his dorm room, like after a party, like she, she went out partying and stuff, and she keeps waking up in his, her, his dorm room, and then she lives the day... And then at the end of the night, this guy or somebody in a in a baby face mask keeps killing her. And then every time she gets killed, she wakes up in in the, the same dorm and the day repeats itself, much like a film called Groundhog Day. Yes, that's been established, but that's OK. You know, like it's funny because the crowd was really interesting, more more interesting than than usual. You know, I love studying like a movie movie audience and stuff. This this crowd, there was a lot going for it in terms of uh, people listening, as I do when I watch a movie. There were one thing that you you should know if you're like a hardcore horror horror hound or whatever the fuck you're you're calling yourself today is this is a PG thirteen horror film. It's not like buckets of blood and crazy gore and stuff like that. But I will say there's some chills and thrills and stuff like that. I sound like such a douchey reviewer, like critic, like chills and thrills. But anyway, the thing it's PG thirteen, so it's not like wall to wall blood. But the thing that that well about the crowd, okay, first of all, there was a family, and the family was like a mom, a dad, a teenager, and a baby. Like there was a baby in this movie, and throughout the whole movie, there the baby kept like making noises like ah, yeah, just enjoying its time and stuff. And then so that's one noise. And this, mind you, I want you to know that none of this annoyed me. I just liked the this as part of the texture of the movie going experience and stuff like that. And then there was a large group of like tweens. And you could tell they were like, we're seeing a scary movie. This is our scary movie. Like this was like their big scary movie. And then the interesting thing about that is that there's a small chance or a big chance that those those kids have no context for Groundhog Day. Like, they, they don't know Groundhog Day from a hole in the ground. You know what I mean? They're just watching, oh, this is a cool concept. Like, she keeps dying of it. So they're noisy. And then there was somebody behind me who was like this guy that was alone. And I'm not joking. I seriously think he was a rapist or something. Like, he, the, 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 the things that he was saying was quite troubling. Like, the first time she dies, or the first time before she dies, he said, die, dirty slut. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got some, uh, some aggression against women there, buddy. How are you going to deal with that sport? 
But anyway, so that was the 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 crowd. And again, I will say that the a big part of the reason why this movie works is Jessica Roth, like or Roth or Rothy or whatever the fuck, whatever her name is. Okay, she's really good. One of the things that I found so entertaining at the beginning is she, when she first goes through the day, you see that she's an awful person. Like, she's really an, a nasty girl. But the way it's played, you like her. There is something likable about her. And, and it is interesting going on this journey of, like, I don't know, because it does hit certain beats. Not identical to Groundhog Day, but certain ideas or motifs or themes, you know, like it's the same premise. So of course, it's gonna like, maybe uh, take a little bit of that. But when you first see her and she's going throughout her day, if you know the premise, you keep looking at everybody, you're looking at everybody thinking, okay, she she wronged that person. She was rude to this girl. She, she called this person a name. Okay, who's the killer? And it it was cool using that Groundhog Day sort of uh, uh, concept as a mystery. Like, every time she goes back, you're like, okay, okay, so that person wasn't the killer. This person wasn't the killer. So it was good. I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised by Happy Death Day. You can, you maybe, you know, if you liked, if you would like to hold it against it, that it's a Groundhog Day sort of ripoff, uh, with the horror lens, I would say to that, uh, come on, eh, come on, just, it's a movie, it's, you know, movies rip off of each other all the time, and the kids need some entertainment, and I do feel like today, the kids were entertained, they clapped at the end, they clapped when a killer something, uh, you know, like, uh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything, but it was, it was all around a fun experience, everybody cheered, and everybody, except for, what's funny is, when something good happened for the girl, the rapist behind me said, no, and again, you know, you might want to work on your uh, woman issues there, buddy. So what do I give Happy Death Day? I give it 7.5 ice cream cones. And that's a very high 7.5 ice cream cones. I know 7.5 seems average. It was good. I was very pleasantly surprised. Here's the thing, okay? Don't email me and make fun of me for this or, or just make fun of me in general. I have to admit, I did tear up a few times and it just goes to show you how easy it is to get me to tear up but I definitely did tear up there was a part that I thought was very 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 touching and the way J homegirl Jessica Rothy uh, uh, played it was very emotional and very moving and I teared up and I felt for the character and that's what a good actress does and that's what a good movie does and it was all around you know it's it's October 14th it's a Saturday it was a nice afternoon at the Saturday I saw it at a nice 315 showing and it was just great and I thought maybe I should mention something before we go I, I hope you enjoyed this review so 7.5 ice cream cones out of 10 ice cream cones it didn't completely blow me away it wasn't quite a ice cream sundae but it was really good one thing that I want to bring up is I'll uh I don't know how to approach this but I guess I'll just be real with you. Let me sip some coffee, and I'm, we're just going to be real, okay? We're going to talk about something real, okay? All right. Okay. About, like, a month-ish ago, 
I heard about all of this controversy about Cine Family, about one of the or two of the guys that ran it being sexually harassing women that worked there and groping and this and that. Or I don't know exactly what the exact allegations were. And if you don't know, Cine Family is this movie theater. It's kind of like a movie club almost, and they show weird movies and prints and this and that. And it's like basically the the big beef with this Cine Family thing is that it was supposed to be a safe space for people to go and appreciate the the, the amazing art of cinema. And Honestly, I've never been to Cinefamily. I've heard of it. I knew knew of it for a million years, and I had always been planning to go. But then all this stuff happened, and they kind of shut down because of this sexual harassment, because of these guys and stuff. And then later, if you if you ever at any point in your in your geeky life ever read "Ain't It Cool News," then that guy, uh, Harry Knowles, that big fat fuck. Uh, and I say that because one time I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, I can make you uh, uh, custom clothing or what if you if you like." And he never got back to me. So fuck you, Harry. But anyway, so he got he got busted for uh, some chick. So, sorry, I apologize. So, some woman said that he groped her, and then I was like, "Oh my god, that's that you that, that that's horrible that a woman would go through that." And so he sort of went down because of that, rightfully so. And then last week. This New Yorker article or the New York Times and I mean, two articles came out about Harvey Weinstein being a, how do I put this, a, a serial abuser. And which I think is horrible, like the, 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 the allegations against him are absolutely horrendous. And all I want to say is, dudes, I call on all men, calm down. In terms of the, the art of cinema, but in terms of any workplace or something, relax. Calm the fuck down. These women that that are actresses, that are movie lovers, that are that are that are for some reason or another into the art or just women in general, they are our sisters, they are our mothers, they are our wives, they are our nieces, they are our little cousins. And they're people just like us. And I think, I mean, in terms of, like, the Cine family guys, it's like, dudes, you're not, you know, I mean, relax. I mean, calm down. Like, stop, 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 stop. I think cinema is sacred. I really do. I love cinema more than anything. I can honestly say I have never done the casting couch thing. A, because I'm not that powerful of a guy. B, I have no couch. And C... I'm just, every time that I've made a short film with an actress or I've made done any project with an actress, I've always sort of gone out of my way to be a gentleman and to be, to, to make sure that they're comfortable around me because, not because I'm just, a, not because I'm a good guy or anything like that, just because of the fact that to create a motion picture image is so sacred to me that I would never throw it away on some stupid comment or some stupid grab-assing or something like that. And apart from that, there's just the human aspect that you should respect other people's spaces. I'm like the least touchy guy you'll ever meet, you know what I mean? But you should respect other people's face, spaces. Calm down, gentlemen, and be gentlemen. Be an ally to Rose McGowan. McGowan. Be an ally to Asia Argento. I'm sorry, I'm mispronouncing their names, but I know their names. 
And I loved these women. When I was a younger man, I thought they were the bee's knees. You know what I mean? And it hurts me. It doesn't hurt me. It's just, it's like, okay, look, I'm, I'm, I'm Middle Eastern. I don't feel the need to apologize for all of Middle Eastern's stuff that happens out of the Middle East. I don't. Because it has, at the end of the day, it has very little to do with me. I'm a human being. That's it. I don't think, uh, you know, people should apologize for the entire group in which they're a part of. But in terms of, of, of working in Hollywood and making movies and stuff, and in terms of all business, in terms of guys, there has to be a better standard of behavior than a sleazy guy. Does that make any sense? I hope that makes sense to you. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking to guys. Women, you don't need to hear this. You, you know it's all, you know. And it's like, you know, I, I, I have, you know, I, I've, I've said stupid shit around women. I've done things that I'm not proud of, even though nothing like so bad. But like, it's just, it's just, I, I, I love women and I love making motion picture stuff. And I'm getting ready to make my first feature film in, you know, we're shooting in January 29th. Wish me luck. I love you. But I I just don't get using this work to ejaculate, to put it bluntly. I don't understand that because it's like if you want to ejaculate, go ejaculate. But like just just don't don't mix business and pleasure. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Does, does that make sense? So that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm just I'm just venting here because it is disappointing. I'm always disappointed in the behavior of men. Men are gross. Okay? <laughs> That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Not all men are gross. But like it's just it's just I don't know. Be be a human. Treat people like human beings and and you'll be fine. You know, stop with the the pussy grabbing and the and the stuff like that. It's so awful. It's so bad. It's just it's just everybody everybody calm down. Everybody just guys be gentlemen. That's it. That's all I have to say. You know, my father was a tailor. I never experienced him harassing anyone or anything. And and you know that's always been my example. And yes, again, like I've said stupid shit around women and stuff like that. But it's like you know, at the end of the day, you you have to respect other people and you have to. And it's like if you are in in any capacity in the art of motion picture, whether you're a crew or an actor or a producer or this and that, treat the people you're working with with a little respect and class. That's all. Just because you made it doesn't mean you have to be a big frothing pig. You know, that's it. That's all I have to say. Is there anything else that I want to say? No, that's it. I mean, that's... I was walking in the in the promenade in downtown Santa Monica, and I heard, like, a, 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 a few people talking about the Harvey Weinstein thing. And it's weird for me because I grew up on the movies that he put out. You know what I mean? Like, when I was 12, Pulp Fiction came out, and then you add to that... A few of the Persian films that Miramax uh, distributed in in the 90s and stuff. So to hear all of this stuff is beyond disappointing. It really is. Because, you know, I've read Down and Dirty Pictures. And th there's not a lot in Down and Dirty Pictures. There's nothing about, you know, any sexual harassment or anything like that. You just get this image of Harvey Weinstein being this, like, bullying guy. And I admit, for a while, I thought that was cool. Like, I thought it was cool to be this yelling screaming lunatic guy and stuff and and i i thought you know 
to uh, to 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 make your first film and then be accepted into the the fold of Miramax is like the ultimate dream. And right now, it's just oh no 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 no. It's I'm good. I'm my own master. Thank you. I'll. You know what? I'm gonna steer this ship. How about that? How about uh, Nas Red steers the 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 Mister Red Wild Seven ship? How about that? Yeah. Sound good? Okay, so happy death day, 7.5 ice cream cones. Uh, men, calm down. Me, I'm Nas Red. I think, I think we had a good, I think, I, I think this was a good, uh, good time and stuff like that. Uh, one thing that I want to mention, just, just, just a little cherry on top of this, because I'm going to be watching, uh, a Godzilla film after this. I have a little nephew, and he's my cousin's son. And he's he's such a he's such a funny kid, and I he's like four, and I was hanging out with like you know his 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 parents were here and 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 I was just sort of like we were outside playing with the dogs and stuff, and then we were just sitting down, and then he he I could see he got bored, and so I said oh let me show you some uh, Godzilla, and so I went on YouTube. And I looked up, like, Godzilla fights, and I showed him all these Godzilla fights, and he just went nuts for it. Like, I, he, he was just so amazed by Godzilla. And then, uh, so he was like, oh, I want to watch, like, a, a serious, like, Godzilla movie. Not, like, not just clips, like, you know, like, the full thing. And so I showed him King Kong versus Godzilla. And at the beginning, you know, if anybody that has seen any of the older Godzilla movies, or any Godzilla movie in general, including the first one, there's a lot, including the, the last one, uh, there's a lot of people talking parts. And then maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes of Godzilla action, which is the thing that you you watch it for and stuff. And so we're watching it, and he keeps saying, like, well, why isn't Godzilla coming? Why isn't Godzilla coming? Because King Kong versus Godzilla takes a while. And then he comes and he fights, and he was just so into it, and it was just so amazing to watch this kid be so, you know, into it and stuff. And then another day they came, and... I showed him Mothra versus Godzilla, and again, it was amazing to me that he would uh, bear the boring human parts to get to the Godzilla versus Mothra action and stuff, and he loved it and stuff. And I just think, you know, like, cinema belongs to the children. Cinema belongs to the innocent. Cinema belongs to the jaded. Cinema belongs to us all. So we have to, we, let's, let's, let's all... Let's all be good to one another. You know what I mean? Let's 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 keep it alive. Like around the cinema, let's treat it like church. Let's treat it like a school. Let's treat it like a like a beautiful thing. And uh, I love cinema. I love you. I love me. I love Godzilla. I love Barney. I love Happy Death Day. I don't love the patriarchal uh, nonsense. The the boys club. Not a big fan of that. Even though I can talk it up with, with the gentleman as good as the next guy. But the only constant thing in life is change. And hopefully, hopefully, all of this mess, all of this stuff will bring about a good, positive change. Nasred, Wild7, signing out. So follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr.Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review and buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you everyday repeating like in Groundhog's Day and Happy Death Day, friends. <laughs>